Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Hey, Lainey. Hi, Laura Beth. It's been a day. It has been a day, hasn't it? There's been a lot of size today. Um, You're faithful, though. Big size. Um, Thanks. And I do want to say that some of those size, meaning all of those size, were related to the podcast with all these difficult things that I've had, technology and equipment and just the stuff. So, you know what was funny is, as I was coming over here, I kept thinking about, remember that Martina McBride song, This One's For The Girls? Oh, Yeah. It was like this one's for the girls about 25, yep. a little apartment, just trying to get by, all uh-huh. that. You know, and it yep. kind of progressed through ages. Okay. So, I just feel like this one's for the girls. This is <laughs> today, this moment is for the girls that are struggling with fulfilling dreams and seeing breakthrough and pushing through when adversity is coming through things you've wanted to go right and they're just not when everything seems to be harder than it should be yeah this is for the girls so um we are gonna have a little different episode than we had, than thought, we had thought and even prepared for we oh were yeah so prepared oh yeah so little backstory We did a fantastic interview this week with a woman we cannot wait to introduce you to, but it's going to have to wait till next (laughs) week. She is a true Steel Magnolia, and you will meet her via this podcast, um, but not on this episode. So we we will press on. We are Steel Magnolias. That's what we do. That's right. But it just, you know, wanted to be real and say... It just, things didn't work out the way we thought they would this week with this episode. And So we're going to have a sister chat. Yes. And talk about Southern stuff. As we love to do. And actually, that's one of my favorite topics that we cover, <laughs> our sister chats. So all that aside, your house smells like bacon right now. It and it smells wonderful. Freshly made. Yes. So I, the last couple of times, I've, I think this was the third time that I've made bacon, I made it in the oven. Okay. I'm a new, that's my new thing. Well, that's, that's making the, it in the oven. That's the next thing way I'm going to try and make bacon. Cause I'm tired of getting grease. It pops up, popped up on me. And, yep. and the other thing I love about the oven method 
is it's very evenly cooked. It is. And it's very flat. You know how in the skillet, how it wants to curl? It curls. And you can smash it with the um, spatula and get right. it pretty flat. But this is straight up just flat. And you didn't even cover yours, did you? Oh, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you set your temperature on? So you put it on. This is what I have learned um, from just looking it up. Yeah. 350, but you put the bacon on the pan in the oven right when you turn it on. Like, it's good for it to be in there oh, as it's warming so up. So there is no preheat. So don't preheat and then put it in. Okay. I don't know why, but that does seem to work cool. really well. So you just go ahead and put it in, put it to 350. Um, and I can't really tell you exactly how long because different ovens are different. So I just kind of watch it. Like about how long? Are we talking 20 to 10 30 minutes? minutes? 20 to 30. Okay. I think for mine it was about 20. Okay. Well, yeah, because 25, yeah. at the beginning it's at zero degrees. Right. Okay. So, and then it is recommended to flip it over. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, I just use your discretion on that too. That's, you okay. know, that it's obviously sitting in the grease. Okay. So, you know. You can flip it or not flip it, but it's going to cook all the way through because it's just sizzling in that grease. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Um, but anyway, I'm really liking that way of cooking. And, you know, I hosted a breakfast this week, this yes. weekend. I got and to come. everybody brought things. And the girl that brought the bacon, hers looked beautiful, perfect. Know, perfect. And she said, oh, I made it in the oven. And I'm yeah. like, that's my new thing. That was um, bold to sign up to bring bacon. Yeah. And for it to be enough to feed a crowd. Yeah. Because that's all. That is. I mean, it had to be. risky. There was 10 total people. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she had to have made a couple pounds. Right. So. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, good job, sis. Cause and it, I made. Do you want me to talk oh, about yeah. what I made? Yeah. I made for the breakfast two different things. One was just a fruit salad that called for... Um, Oranges, navel oranges, mm-hmm. blood oranges, okay. and grapefruit. All of those were easy to find? Easy to find. Okay. Just, you know, peel them. Yeah. Where they're all in just the separate wedges. Yeah. But then you make, a, and we've been talking a lot about simple syrups. We have. So you make a mint simple syrup. So it's just okay. the sugar, water, and then you put mint leaves in there. Mm-hmm. Actually, you do the sugar and water, let it dissolve. And right. then just at the very end, throw in the mint leaves okay. while it's cooling. Okay. And then strain it. Okay. And you put that over the fruit so it's not super tart. It and was really good. it has really kind good. of a minty, just a little touch of a minty. Yeah. Sweetness. And, and it um, was big chunks. Like you left, like you were saying. Yeah. You left it in, in wedges. wedges. You didn't yeah. cut it down smaller than that. So, so it was pretty. And I just thought it's nice to have some kind of fruit that's in season. And that's kind of what's in season right now. Yeah. So that's why I picked that. And yeah. then I made like a monkey bread um, that had, you know, brown sugar and pecans. I'm and, always in for monkey bread. Oh, that kind of goodness. That was so, so good. It fell apart, but who cares? It didn't matter. <laughs> that's what's so funny about monkey bread yeah. is it doesn't require the cake stand yeah display you can just plop it in a bowl and yeah yeah and it was so and it was yeah we had all kinds of yummy food it was good i had a little bit of trouble cooking that many eggs i was cooking 18 eggs in your cast iron skillet i should have done it in two batches i should have but that's okay it was still taste part of it was browning but live and learn 
That's right. We're doing a lot of living and learning this week, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> Flying by the seat of our pants. Is that, I don't know if that's a Southern term or not. <laughs> hey, I got to go to a really cool exhibit I wanted to tell people about if you're in and around the Nashville area. That's at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Okay. I went last week as part of the University of Tennessee alumni gathering. They okay. do different things. And this one was really special because this one... <laughs> had nothing to do with sports in a sense. It was actually to honor the husband and wife duo who wrote Rocky Top. Oh, how cool. Which is the yeah. iconic um, song of the University of Tennessee Vols. So they were being honored with a special, um, it's going to be a year-long exhibit. Wow. I did find that out. Okay. And it, they have on display their ledgers where they actually wrote songs. Wow. And I didn't even realize that they wrote so many more songs way beyond Rocky Top because they wrote a bunch of songs for the Everly Brothers that okay. recorded them. They and had some great songs. they wrote like Bye Bye Love, Wake Up Little Susie, All I Have to Do is Dream. Wow. And you can actually see like the their, handwritten their notebooks. Ledgers. Yes. Wow. That's cool. So, I want to get down there at some point then. If it's there for a year. Yeah. So it just opened. It's, you know, it's small. They've, yeah. they've gathered everything they can. But um, they That's even cool. have the hotel key from the Gatlinburg Inn, which is a in East Tennessee, where they wrote Rocky Top. Because they, they didn't write it in their own home. Oh, my god. They goodness. went away. Their husband and wife do. They went away to kind of have some songwriting dump on paper time. And they were supposed to be writing something different. I don't know if they were supposed to be writing a love song for somebody or what, but they, um, yeah. They that were, is adorable. They just pelted it out. Wow. And, anyway. So I'm that so was fascinated by songwriting too. Like just how people what a gift. do that. Yes. What a gift. Um, yeah. So I was, I was very pleased. I, I Honestly, I almost got a little emotional. I bet. At You've sung it so many times your pages. whole life. And there it is. That's where it was birthed. And even to see like a line crossed out, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So they you changed. Know, that that and didn't I'm, work. And I would and... read it and I would go, oh my gosh, I can't imagine if it said that. That's that's a it totally different, you know, angle. That's yeah, it's Yeah. That's so fun. It's great. I want to redo a visit to the Hall of Fame because I haven't been since it's been opened and I only went to that one particular small exhibit. So that's Lots to um, see there. There's still so many Nashville things that I had either haven't done or haven't done in so long that it would be like it was new I know. again. Well, so. I mean, restaurants for starters. <laughs> I heard that there are 109 restaurants planned to open in 2020 in Nashville. That's insane. That's just ones that they know about. I mean, who knows who's got a dream in their heart that's got plans right. to do it's something that hasn't right applied for a permit or, yeah. um, yeah. Wow. So, and that's just Nashville. So that doesn't even mean that's probably the Metro. Right. Area. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, and NASCAR is coming back to Nashville. That's right. You told me that. I just can't even believe that. Well, that's I can, but interesting thing. That's, that's a new dynamic too. Not something Southern that you and I get into, but certainly a lot of Southerners do. Yes, it is. Yeah. We'll have to do a whole episode on, on NASCAR racing in the South. I'm in my 
Steel Magnolias t-shirt. Oh Did goodness. we ever tell everybody that our mom no. got us these? You'll have to read shirts. it because I can't remember what it says. It says there's a little steel magnolia in every southern bale. Yeah, so mom got us these for Christmas. And they're short sleeves, so I haven't really worn it yeah. very much. But it was 60 degrees here today, so I have it on. Um, but yeah, I just thought that's so, so cute. cute. We eventually, once we're um, a little bit you know, bigger of a podcast. We'll have shirts, I believe. Oh, I do too. I think, We've even kind of talked I think about that'd be different fun. ideas. Yeah. Like that, but I yeah. Around ideas to see what we would want it to say or. I got a funny text, um, this week and it was funny because it was from you and Philip and your husband. Yeah. And I had just seen the same, you saw a bumper sticker. Oh, love this bumper sticker. And I sticker. had just seen it like two days prior. So it's obviously somebody that lives close by okay. here in Franklin. It's a neighbor of yours, yes. I guess, because we've both seen it. It's adorable. It says, and, and also with y'all. Right. And it's like from the... As a nod to, and also with you. Right. The peace be with you, yeah. and also with you. Right. And that so would it be... just says, and also with y'all. And I thought it was so adorable. Should we end each show like that? Peace be with you. And also with y'all. <laughs> At least this one. Let's end this That's one. so great. So cute. Um, well, I did want to remind everybody that The Color Purple is going to be in theaters this coming weekend, February 23rd. And that is the only day Mm -hmm. you can find it. There's a couple of showtimes in the theaters that it's playing. And it's playing nationwide. Um, It won't be in every single theater, but it's in a lot of theaters. So if you haven't had a chance to see that film, I would highly encourage you to do so. And you can get tickets through fathomevents.com. And, you know, do it. Get, get, Get there, you know, go ahead and figure out who you want to take. And if you get there early, look for the... Slide of Steel Magnolias Magnolias podcast advertisement because we we partnered with them to make sure people knew about that film coming back to theaters. So, um, okay, I a couple things about books. Okay, so I'm teeter tottering around on. I do some audiobooks Uh now. I'm in that app that you told me about, Libby, where I can. Listen to Listen your through the library. library books. So I do those, but then I also like to actually re- hold one, read sometimes. one, and read. Yeah. So I tend to be a little more, I don't know, stringent on my time on things that I'm actually reading. Holding yes. in your hand. I don't know how to dis- decipher between the two. Versus an audio. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because I can multitask. Right. And do but that. if you're sitting and that's all you're doing, you want it to be good. Right. So I got into this, I don't know, scenario this week where I was like, how long do you give a book before you go? I've given it its time. Like how many chapters or pages? That's a good question. Do you give an because author? Because it's not fair to just barely get in. And right. Go, but how far is like, nope, this is, this is the book. Like if it hasn't hooked you yet, yeah. then you're not going to get hooked. So I didn't know if you had any thoughts. The number that came in my mind is you need to read three. Okay. That just came in my mind as kind okay. of what would be a good gauge. Yeah. Now I will say, um, there's been on occasion, if there's a book that 
let's say four people, three or four people have told me like, you need to read this. Yes. You need to read this. Yes. And I start it. Yeah. And I'm not, it's not tracking. Yeah. That doesn't mean I then get rid of it. Right. It, it's a pause. For okay. Me. Because sometimes it's like, um, just not the right season. Does that That's make sense? very true. Yes. Um, an example that has come up recently was this book called Hind's Feet in High Places. Yes. It's kind of an like an allegory. It's heavy in the sense of the subject matter. Yeah. And the first time I tried to read it, I don't know if I just needed something light and funny or what, yeah. but I just was not getting You're like, it. This is a hard no, right? Or a hard pause. Yeah. But when I did read it, wow, it's so good. Yeah. So I'm so glad I didn't just like get rid of the book. Right. Because I had purchased it. Okay. Not knowing, yeah. if I was, you know, yeah. what it exactly was. Um, but yeah, if it's a library book in particular, I might give up easier. Well, and now you, you can see if somebody's waiting too. Oh, yeah. So I felt a little bit of added pressure. Yes. Knowing I'm trudging through this. So it was an audio This one book. was audio. Okay. And it was actually... Um, I think a listener recommended this to me, so I hope I'm not insulting anyone. Different but people it was, are in different places. I know. It's called The Great Alone. Okay. By Kristen Hanna. Okay. And it's a story set in Alaska. Okay. And I gave it, you know, on audiobooks, you're not even, you're, you're keeping up with the time, but you're also keeping up with like a progress bar. Right. Or, I almost wish they didn't have those because some of my books are so long. Yeah. I'm like, oh Lord. So I gave this, um, 36% of the book. Okay. That's totally fair. I, this was chapter, after chapter 11, I get, I feel like I gave it a lot of time. And in fact, at chapter five, I was like, eh. And I actually posted and put the question out there and nobody responded. I was actually talking about this specific book, though. I asked people, "How long do I has anybody it? read this? Is there a turn coming? Like, should okay. I stick with it? No responses. So I don't know if it just wasn't known or okay. nobody wanted to comment. But I was like, well, I'm going to give it till chapter 10. And chapter 10 didn't hook me. And I was like, I'm going to give it one more because I'm not, I'm just That's listening. Good. I'm not even, I feel like yeah. I'm not even putting the hard work into it. After chapter 11, I saw one person was waiting. I was like, you're welcome. You get it early. <laughs> well. I just can't. Was it fiction? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, difficult story of a abusive father and mm. just, it never felt like. Redemption. Was there was coming. a light coming. Okay. I'm, there's got to be a light that comes. Yeah. At the end of the story. So maybe if anybody's read The Great Alone, you can hit me up with a message and let me know how great the ending is. Cause I'm not one to return like you are like you pause and come back. I Sometimes go back. But now Marie Kondo <laughs> says that books are so easy to get now. Just yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. But you know, as y'all I've already told you guys, I differ on her with a few things, but that's fair. Well, now that was funny in the sense of I listened to that as an audiobook, the Marie Kondo oh. part of Tidying Up. Um, and then uh, several people were like, oh, she has a Netflix show. I didn't like the Netflix show at all. Really? Mm -mm. I'm didn't saying like really, it. but I've never seen it either. Didn't so. enjoy it. 
So I just think that's funny because obviously this book was very impactful mm-hmm. on me, but yet I didn't enjoy watching the show. Like her do, helping other people do the process wasn't yeah. Yeah. as good to me as just understanding the concepts. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, I think I'm going to stick with five chapters as my as your gauge. Gauge. That's probably that's probably fair. And even that, I mean, chapters are different lengths in different yeah. books. So if it's long chapters, I'll probably go back to three. If I'm reading it, reading it. Now you know I listen to or I listen to a lot of like nonfiction, like yes. learning kinds yes. of things. It's so funny. It's not unusual for me to go. Um, and it's like six weeks wait, 12 weeks wait. Oh, I know. You know? I have one. I, there's even a cookbook at the li- library that I'm on a 12-week wait list for. A cookbook? The You're gonna... del- Delighted Dish. Interesting. I've never checked out a cookbook. Well, I haven't either. But I just wanted to look at it because yeah. I've seen so many people posting on it, on Instagram about it. But, but you don't want to buy it I don't want to buy it. see it and see no. that... You definitely think that. Would yeah, be a good her whole window. premise is all the th- all the things the the vegan gluten like she oh, gives gotcha. you an option for she has like all these recipes and then she shows you gluten free would do be it. this vegan okay. would be this okay so I'm not any of those things but you are still looking for your but go-to. other other people are yeah and you know when you host people you have to make things that they can eat too yeah. so um. Anyway, yeah, the delighted dish or delightful dish, one okay. of those. So, so I came across a couple of expressions that I hear all the time. But sometimes, since we're doing this podcast, I just think about things right more. Of course, I pause and of I'm course. like, why do we do that, or why do they say that? So, somebody was talking this week about something that was selling like hotcakes. Uh huh. And I was like, why do we say that? What is that? So all I could find was that. That was a synonym for pancakes? Or like hoe cakes, I wonder. And that that was a popular item. Okay. Like, but I just think that's funny. Like, why isn't it selling like hot dogs? Or why isn't it selling like Coca-Cola? Ice cream or, like, <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Anyway. And then the other one that was funny to me that I thought of this week was, um, let me see if I can use it in a sentence. Um... You know, we were over at her house. She was just hemming and hawing and just going on about. Oh, yeah. Like, hemming and hawing? In fact, the girl that was telling me this story, the other person that was in the room, like, she was had to pause. She was like, what? She was what? Like, she was like, hemming and hawing? Like. Trying to enunciate yeah. to make sure she heard it right. Well, what do you think that means? Just. Well, it's dilly dallying. Yeah, like like not getting to the point. Circling around the point. Yes. So, headed down rabbit trail. So, I guess that's the hymn. All the way around. Oh, maybe. I don't know. And I don't know what hauling is. I don't either. I definitely don't know what that is. That's going all the way around. Hog related for some reason to me. I don't know. That's hilarious. But you had that video you saw this week, right? I put this video on our friend Rachel Gilbreth's Facebook wall or whatever you say. Yeah. It's still a wall. (laughs) Um, It is from a site. I think it's called It's a Southern Thing. Yes. That's a funny. And they put some funny stuff up. Yes. Well, they had a video of Southern Alexa. Yes. 
And Rachel, our friend Rachel, has such a precious, very Southern accent. Mm -hmm. And she's told me Siri does not understand her. So (laughs) I knew she would get a kick out of this little video because Alexa, you know, is, it's a Southern version. Right. Yeah. So, um, if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's a pretty cute little video. And she, like, repeats back, right, in the video? So it initially starts from this southern girl, the a regular Alexa, does not understand right. her. So now they've come up with southern Alexa, and southern Alexa even talks back southern. Yes, And if you ask right. a question and don't say thank you, she's going to correct you. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty funny. So. Rachel said she was crying when she listened to it because it rang home for her. We do kind of need a translator. I mean, there's even a commercial on right now where a guy's getting frustrated because, you know, his smart speaker is. Oh, yeah. It comes, that commercial comes on all the time. And moms get so frustrated because he's so full of anger. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Smart speaker. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, did you see um, our friend Candace went to see Medea? Tyler Perry, right? <laughs> yes. She went to the show here in Nashville. Yes. I think it was actually on Valentine's it Day. It was, yeah. So um, she went with her sisters, kind of a sister night yeah. out yeah. thing. And there was a, um, a special guest that sighting in the audience of Chris Stapleton. That's crazy. Yeah, not not on came out on stage. Like no, he was, sitting he in was the seen in the audience, and apparently they called him out, and he sang... Tennessee think, whiskey. Yeah. So cute. I, I saw the clip. I mean, he sounded really, he sounded warmed up. He sounded he, like ready. I love his voice. So do you think he knew that was going to happen? I have no idea. I mean. I just don't know how you could be that ready on the spot to bolt out, to uh, belt out Tennessee whiskey. Well, I don't have a singing voice. They were playing the music. Like, right. They were. Yeah. He was an acapella. Right. Oh my gosh, his voice. Love it. It's very he sounds good. like one of the old classic country yeah. singers to me. That's why I like his voice so much. Not, yeah. not, not like the pop kind of sound that so many of them are now. Yeah. He's um, on tour. Really like his sound. I've never seen him. I would like to see him. I would like to see him too. But in the right venue. Cause yeah, because I saw him like briefly at a pilgrimage, but that's not, I really want to see like his show. Yeah. And, yeah, in the right venue. Yeah. I'm such I mean, I wish it could be at the Ryman, but we want every we want everybody to play the Ryman, <laughs> but yet that only holds twenty four hundred people, so I also saw today that there's a Rascal Flats farewell tour. Oh. Coming through okay. um the country. Yeah. Their fare- farewell tour. And um I'm not a huge country fan yeah but like they've had enough hits i think that would be a that fun would show. be a fun show yeah and they're probably going to give it their all and nashville's the end of the oh, farewell tour so that would be really fun and they i'm sure gonna there'll be, be partying. lots of guests you know that's one thing about nashville so true seeing a show in nashville is you end up getting a bunch of sometimes a bunch of guests yeah that'll come out and just do a song or something yeah wow well, speaking of, we've talked a lot about Nashville. I'm going to go into this just real briefly as a teaser because we want to do a Nashville episode yes. at some point. But I was asked, um, what would your one day experience in Nashville look like? And so you and I talked about it. So I want to tell you real quick where I landed with okay. things because some of them were your 
actually a lot of them were your suggestions. I suggested start at the Loveless Cafe for breakfast. (laughs) Tour the Country Music Hall of Fame. Okay. So you would have to give yourself a couple of hours for that. Mm -hmm. Have lunch at Jack's Barbecue, which is right in the Honky Tonks. Okay. And I was practical about this. About timing? Yes. I'm not sure if this person was, you know, asking what would truly logistically make sense, but I'm literal. And so I'm trying to follow the rules. And so, yeah, so lunch and Jack's barbecue. I'm not saying that's the absolute best barbecue in town, but down there, but it would keep you around other things. I would want to show you. Yes. After that, before that. So Jack's barbecue for lunch, you know, everything smoked that you could imagine brisket and all the pork you could imagine all the Southern sides you could imagine. Right. Then walk around to the honky tonks, maybe pick up some souvenirs. Again, if you're only in Nashville one day, I'm trying to cover all All the bases. Yeah. And pop around, you you know, maybe go into Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, which is. And I would say Roberts. A famous honky, the famous honky tonk and Roberts. Yeah. But it would still be afternoon time, Mm -hmm. but there would already be live music. And the quality of even who's there on a. Tuesday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon is unbelievable. Yeah. Then I would suggest going behind there to the Ryman Auditorium, which is the original Grand Ole Opry, doing a tour there because you get to go into the dressing rooms and onto the stage on that tour. And then dinner at, I was torn. I I had everything from Henrietta Red, Etch, Husk, and the Southern. On my list. So I'm sorry. I can't land on a... It just depends on the person. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of good restaurants down there. And then ending the day at the Station Inn, like you said. Love it. For some bluegrass, which is there seven nights a week. But it is first come, first serve. So you got to get there. Yep. When the doors open or about there. Yep. At about 9 p.m. when the show starts. So So fun. Wouldn't that be a fun day in Nashville? That's a very fun day. So it takes you out for the Loveless, but you would get Mm -hmm. to see some pretty Tennessee landscape. True. And then it brings you into town. Seeing all the... Around all the Mm -hmm. touristy kinds of things. So that's where... That's where I landed with my Nashville question that somebody posted to me. So, well, I mean, we could chat all day, but (laughs) we'll keep it to our typical... Uh, podcast time and we will um, continue to post fun things on our Instagram so if you haven't yet followed us on there go follow at Steel Magnolias podcast that's also where we do all our giveaways yes so if you ever hear us to be following there talking about giveaways we're always doing them through our Instagram so and then if you haven't done a review we really appreciate those yes Um, that helps us a lot so if you haven't taken just a minute or two to do that we sure would appreciate it yes tell a friend about this podcast and the fun time you're having with it on your (laughs) commute to work or wherever you might be listening so have a great week and we will peace to you and also with (laughs) y'all bye